are listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This is the Public Affairs Show. I'm Carla Redondo, former chief meteorologist of Channel 4. I have a vision impairment. I have retinitis pigmentosa, and I walk with a white cane. On today's show, we're going to have a, a great story about an organization that does some wonderful things for uh, some families. Uh, with me today, I have Palmer Montalbano with Hams for Fams. Palmer, hi. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Listen, before we begin, I, I like folks to get uh, your contact information throughout this uh, interview, so that'll give folks a chance to, uh, if they don't get it right now, to grab a piece of paper or have someone come and write them down. So give us the information on how to contact you or get information on Hams for Fams. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So the best way to reach us is by email, if that's possible, hams.4.fams at gmail.com. We're also available by phone at 504-617-4158. And you can find more information on our website at hamsforfams.org. Awesome. And before we get started on uh, Hams for Fams, tell our listeners uh, a little bit about Palmer. Where are you from? What school? How, you know, where you're at now and what you're doing? Absolutely. So uh, from Metairie, I went to Jesuit class of 2017. Uh, afterward, went to Vanderbilt University, and I'm now uh, in Boston doing healthcare consulting uh, and, and getting a master's in bioethics as well, uh, but still very involved at home. You know, I've, I've worked remotely, so I get to spend a lot of time at home visiting back and forth and, and each year work on, on Hams for Fam. so very connected to the community and, uh, and always miss and love New Orleans. And this is Mardi Gras time now, so are you going to get a chance to come back? I don't, I don't know about this year, uh, but I, I went, I went back last year. I got to ride for the first time last year, which was, which was a great experience. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to make it from Mardi Gras. The fun thing though is that I, I like to spread it everywhere I go. So whether I'm, whether I'm living in a different city or traveling somewhere for that week, uh, I'll throw little parties and and throw beads around and have the king cake. So. It's definitely, uh, I'm definitely still celebrating wherever I am. All right. First, tell us a little bit about what is Hams for Fams and how it got started. So Hams for Fams is an annual project where we package and deliver to meals to about 250 families around the holiday season. So it usually happens, uh, we'll, we'll pack some on the 22nd of December, and then on the 23rd, we'll have volunteers come and and pick up a few boxes and drive them around New Orleans and deliver them directly to families in need. Uh, we partner with Canseco's local grocery store for most of the food items, uh, and the rest is all all volunteer and fundraising based. Uh, so it's it's an entirely volunteer organization, and we use or we or we recruit high school students uh, to to run most of the logistics each year. So uh, my friends and I founded this back in 2015 where we, we started raising some money just to, to feed some families that we knew were in need. And this kind of, this turned into a much bigger, much bigger event, a much bigger thing each year, uh, which is, which I'm thankful for. And we, we provide a lot of, a lot of help to families in need, uh, but we like to keep it local. And so we like to keep young people involved, high school kids involved to learn a lot of skills about logistics um, and to, to witness, right. The, the different neighborhoods in New Orleans and the amount of people that, that need help here. And I, it's really inspiring each year to have so many people step up. 
So you mentioned around the holiday season. Is that the only time that you all do deliveries, or is there other occasions that uh, you all might do deliveries for uh, for families? We'll do some small events uh, other parts of the year, kind of uh, ad hoc, and depends on when there's when there's a natural disaster, when there's other issues that come up, uh, or a specific case where we where we provide assistance, we can. But the the largest event we do is the is the holiday season. And what what consists in the meals? What 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 goes into a, a meal for a family? Oh, everything that you would think of that you and your family probably eat uh, for Thanksgiving. I mean, uh, for Christmas. So uh, we'll do a ham. Um, that's the the hams for fams uh, name, and we get to save these hams for that. Uh, but we also do potatoes, butter, some salad. Uh, we'll do beans. Um, we we include cranberry sauce. Uh, almost almost the works and each year it changes a little bit depending on if we get you know any feedback or requests or uh you know pricing changes but it's the it's the staples of a of a of a holiday meal and it can really last a while i mean depending on we will adjust slightly for the size of the families depending on if they you know, it's, it's a couple or if it's a even a size as big as 10 we'll adjust the amounts there but the, the food will last for holiday meal but it usually lasts much after just like yeah, how we all have leftovers after after these big events. Okay, now when your organization, of course, you work on donations a lot. So there's different ways that people can help with Hams for Fams. Uh, one of the um, uh, ways that people can help is maybe fundraising. How can people get involved to help with fundraising? Well, one way that you can get involved immediately is, uh, I mean, on our website, we're always always collecting um, donations, but also if, if there are any connections and opportunities to speak, we, we work a lot with churches, uh, CYO groups, and et cetera, um, to just tell our story and, and get, get in front of, of the community and people that want to help. Um, another, another thing you can do, and, and we don't have any set plans yet, but we'll be doing fundraising events throughout the year, whether it's a, a cook-off or, or a gala or something of that sort, um, so if you, you know, sign up online for our mailing lists or if you, um, you know, pay attention to us in the media, we'll be, we'll be putting out information on that uh, going forward to, to just participate in some events and they're fun and then family-friendly and a good way to, to enjoy yourself while giving back to the community. I did see uh, on your website another way that uh, folks can help um, is to help sort the meals. Is that correct? And how does, how does that work? Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, Usually it's a two-day event, and so the first day we'll have non-perishable food items that are delivered to a to a location. Usually we, we operate out of St. Catherine of Vienna um, by Bonneville, which is uh, very thankful for them helping us out. And we'll sort, so we'll have you know lists of families and their and their sizes, and we volunteers come help uh, take the food that we get delivered and make sure that each family has the the appropriate amount of food in each box. Uh, and the same thing happens the next morning. So the the next morning is when we'll the next day is when we'll do deliveries. Then that morning we'll we'll do the perishable food items so that you know they obviously they last and they don't go bad. And so that again involves uh, sorting and packing. And people can also get involved doing the deliveries um, and and bringing that food out to to people in need. So anyone that can drive can help deliver the meals. Is that you know the way it works? Correct. Or, or, you know, I mean, we'll have very often it's, it's families, right? So it's a, a, a mom or a dad driving and then their, their kids who are high school or even younger um, come together and, and they'll drive out and deliver um, 
so usually it's, it's groups, but any, anyone who has access to a vehicle can, who can get from uh, St. Catherine to, to families' homes is, is more than welcome to, to help bring that. Now, you mentioned um, high school students. Uh, a certain age of high school students, how can they uh, get involved? Or if you're out there listening uh, and you know high school students, uh, uh, Palmer's going to tell you how you all can reach out to them and, and, and maybe help uh, be one of the volunteers for the students. So we don't we don't have a set age age group. Um, we find that we usually you know start around sophomore and junior year, is at the time that that most high school students start driving, and that's uh, really that that accessibility is important for the role. But there's no set there's no set age requirement. Uh, we just want to make sure that it's it's people who, who are living and 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 are, are local to New Orleans. Um, you can get involved by by contacting us at hims.4.fams at gmail.com. We're at our number. There's also uh, online, there's a form to apply for the board under our contact page. Uh, so you can fill out a little application about uh, the, you know, the student themselves can figure out, fill out an application that describes, you know, what activities they're in and, and what school they go to. Uh, no restriction. I mean, any, any student can apply. Um, there's no restriction on school and we're not affiliated with anyone directly. So we want as many as we can and as many people as can volunteer. And we have a ton of of roles available that you can get some real hands-on experience. So it's, and we'll have like a, a president um, who's who's the face of that year, but also somebody who coordinates volunteers, coordinates the families that we deliver to and contacts them to let them know we're coming. Um, you know, fam- uh, a treasurer, a secretary, all of the normal roles that you would have in an organization. When when did it, this all get started? What year did y'all start the Hamster Fam? So the, the first year that we've, we helped families was 2015. Uh, we officially founded him for fans the year after in 2016 when we realized we wanted to, to keep growing and keep doing it. So I, since 2016 is when we've been, we've been in operation and each year we've grown a little bit. Um, and so now we're, we usually do about 250 families each year. And as far as the high school students going back to that, uh, I would imagine that they can also probably get service hours if they're, uh, you know, a high school that needs service hours, this would be a great way of, of getting those hours. Absolutely. If you're, uh, if you're, especially if you're doing helping with logistics, if you're on the board, you'll get m- probably more than enough service hours uh, to cover whatever requirements you have. Again, and more. Um, you know, this is about giving back to the community. And for me and my friends, we we do it for the love of New Orleans. Um, but even even just volunteering to to pack and deliver, you can get a few hours there as well. Now. You mentioned Kensecos. Uh, uh, talk more about the sponsorship and maybe how other businesses can get involved. And if you want to mention other businesses that have helped, please do. Absolutely. So Kensecos uh, has been uh, phenomenal every, every year in in helping provide some of that food, um, and we we partner with them. They're on our website, and we we have volunteer T-shirts each year. So as volunteers are going out and delivering around the city. And that that advertisement is there, and that and that appreciation is there for for what they do. To uh, say these again for for providing hams, um, but also uh, Bourgeois Bennett uh, Law Firm Unity Fiber donates uh, each year, and we have um, they do a, a company matching program that's been extremely helpful. Uh, and we've had some schools, Stuart Hall and Christian Brothers, have have participated and helped out either with volunteers or with uh, with other sponsorships. Now, and again, on your website, I'm sure if uh, uh, somebody that has a business or knows someone, they can also contact you through the website to uh, 
to maybe provide some more assistance or some fundraising or some uh, funds of some sort? Absolutely. Uh, you can you can reach out to us through our contact page. And, you know, we're always looking for, for creative ways as well to to partner with, with other members of the community. So we've done some work with, um, like, the Ronald McDonald House, um, but also, I mean, if it's, if it's an event space that you have available around the holiday season, uh, we could, you know, we would definitely benefit from, from using that. Um, or if, if, if there's, you know, food to provide or if there's another way in which a business wants to get involved besides a, a strict monetary donation. But again, those, those are really the heart and soul of, of, of what we are, which is entirely community run. So it's, it's local businesses. It's a lot of personal donations. Um, nobody takes a salary. All of it either goes towards the logistical uh, costs of just, you know, running, running an organization. And uh, most of it, vast majority goes to the food itself uh, for the families. Now you mentioned the food and um, it may have missed me if you mentioned it. Is the food already cooked or is it uh, uh, pre-prepared and, and the families would uh, cook them food themselves? The families would cook the food themselves. It is, uh, it is not pre-made or pre-cooked. Um, we think each family, you know, does things their own way and has their own traditions, um, nor do they all eat on the same days. Uh, some of them might want to stretch the food and make it last. So we don't cook it. Uh, we've, we've asked the families, most of them have, have methods of storing it or, or ways in which they, they, can, they can handle the cooking. And so we found that that was the, the best option for them. And so that's what we've provided. That's probably a good thing because I know some families might have the special seasoning or the way they season differently. So uh, that would be, you know, their own way of cooking their own meals the way they're used to. Yeah, it's New Orleans. You know, it's definitely good food, however they cook it. Um, but we all have our own little way of, of flavoring and, and uh, our own family traditions, and we want to respect that. Oh, yeah. Now, how do you choose the families or can families be uh, recommended? Uh, how does that process work? So uh, the families, um, when we originally started, we were, we were reaching out to other organizations that had had lists of families that were in need. Uh, now, um, most of most of it comes through families referring themselves or friends of those families referring. So there's an uh, online referral program, or again, you can you can call our number and you can refer a family in need, or a family can can refer themselves. Um, and so that's where we get our list each year: is people people emailing and calling in. And after that, we compile a list, uh, and we reach out and call those families back, let them know what day that we're coming, um, confirm that they, they are in need and, and that they would want a holiday meal. Um, and then afterward, we'll, we'll deliver to them. Unfortunately, we, we even have some left over each year, so we're, we're, we try and, and fit as many people as we can into the list. Uh, but that's, that's the way. And, and each year, we, we'll deliver a, a set of instructions to each family on how to apply if they need it again. Uh, the next year. So most of it is, is now uh, organic. And there's no criteria for the family to have to meet certain standards or criteria for them to be a, a family to receive a meal? There is no criteria. We don't, uh, we do not check or, um, or pull, you know, any, any information or ask for anything. Uh, you know, we, we ask that people be honest and we, we operate on that, on that honesty system. And it's most of the volunteers, you know, come back and, and I, try and deliver each year as well. And um, these, these are people who definitely, who definitely really, really need it. Um, but we'll, we'll do a little bit of it of an eye test, but it's, it's all, all based off of, you know, people exemplifying their need or, or just expressing that need. 
How many volunteers would you say are involved during one season of deliveries and from start to finish? Oh, from start to finish, um, probably about as many as many families as we feed. So there's there's probably well, there's probably even more. There's probably closer to 300 volunteers, uh, depending on you know how you want to count that. So one is um you know we get volunteers who come deliver, and that's that's the largest group. That's probably about 200 volunteers. But we'll have about 100 the day before uh, to help with packing. We have the board, and you know I, I count you know these high school students. I mean their their families usually support a lot. We're operating. You know, out of out of people's homes and garages, uh, and so I count. You know, the parents of these of these high school students um, as volunteers as well, um, and and people like so the the um, Jesuit class of '92 donates um, toys each year, and so we've we've added toys to to what we deliver to uh, to the families that have small children, and so. You know, all of all of that whole group who who participates in that each year is, is another set of volunteers. Um, again, you know, St. Catherine and the other places that have graciously, you know, let let us use their spaces. I consider them volunteers. So it's definitely um, you know around 300, 300 plus. And I would imagine that because of the experience of uh, giving this way, that you have repeat volunteers year after year. Correct. Yes, we do. We have uh, a lot of people who who I've seen come in each and every year. And, and it's, it's a great way really to spend the holidays. There's a lot of families who, who come to it with uh, just, just all together. And whether their their kids are young or old, it's, it's a way to, to, to do something together as a family and to see other parts of New Orleans. Um, I have, you know, some, some old friends or friends from school that will, will hear about us and, and come back and volunteer and they'll do it each year because again, it, it's a, it's a great way to spend the holidays. Um, and now you, you run into the people that you see, each year, and sometimes you even get the same family, and so you'll you'll recognize the houses you're going to. Is this uh, only a New Orleans thing, or does Hamford Fams have they expanded to other cities? So Hamford Fams uh, does operate a drive-in Lafayette as well, um, and there's a uh, sister drive, Nights in Action, uh, in, in Mandeville. Um, our organization, or some of the people that have volunteered with us in the past, have opened up drives in in other cities, uh, such as Dallas um, and, and Houston. Uh, so we, we have a few other, other sister drives that are going on, but the Hamster Fans Drive and, and, and the one that we originally started in, the, in our largest is, is New Orleans-based. How did, um, how did you all manage during COVID? Were you able to continue, or did uh, that have to you know, put an end to at least one season of uh, Hamster Fans? Uh, we we took some extra precautions in the year, years of COVID. You know, COVID was a difficult time for for everyone, for all of us. Um, you know, no matter who you were, it, it touched all of us. And uh, these families, though, especially uh, with with the economic issues of the time, um, and with you know probably losing losing family members or being fearful of being sick, um, needed it then more than ever. And I think even today, right, some of those ramifications are still there. And and I think the work we do now is even more important than it was when we started. Uh, so we did not take a year off. Um, you know, still managed to hit fundraising goals, which was, which was great. And we um, operated more outside. You know, had had masks, had had the appropriate um, medical medical precautions. But we thought it was really important that we kept that we kept this going, and that we made sure these families still got the the aid that they needed. 
And the uh, delivery times, is it during certain hours of the day, or do you all do evening deliveries when it comes to the holiday season or weekends? So we usually we usually operate in depends. We'll, we'll rotate it depending on the day of the week that it falls because we know people have, have work and other responsibilities. But um, we usually do on December 23rd is the is the big delivery day and we'll start at about nine and end at about noon or one uh and we'll and we'll operate in waves so so volunteers will be told a a certain maybe 30 minute time window uh to arrive pack their boxes and then and then head out so it keeps a steady stream of people going and it really doesn't take uh super long and you you'll pack a box uh load it up into your truck and and drive to two or three families in the city so all in all, it takes uh, if you're volunteering in that in that avenue, it takes about I would say an hour, somewhere around an hour. Um, so it's it's not a huge amount of of the day, but again, it, it does a lot of good. Um, and we'll be again, it's it's about a half a day uh, for the delivery process, and then we'll have cleanup and recap and things like that on our end. But well, we're still a, a few months away from the holiday season. Is there anything between now and your big drive that you have going on that uh, you have on your plate? Again, we're, we're planning some fundraising events, and uh, unfortunately, I don't have I don't have dates set for those yet. But they will be over the summer when things warm up a little bit more and people are are out and about and outside. Um, and and we'll be doing some some volunteering and some and some deliveries and partnerships uh, in the meantime. So I would just ask that that you know people sign up for our mailing list and uh, follow us on on social media. You can find us at, at Hamster Fams on on most of those accounts. Because uh, we we will be doing more um, uh, soon. Hams for Fams on Facebook, uh, hamsforfams.org on uh, your website. Uh, give that email and your phone number again. Sure. Uh, email is hams.for.fams at gmail.com. And our phone number is 504-617-4158. Well, Palmer, it sounds like a great organization and a good way for students and high school kids to really get an appreciation of what giving is about and maybe, you know, get a a really great sense of um, service uh, to their community with this organization. So we appreciate that so much. Absolutely. And we appreciate New Orleans and and the city and, and everyone who's a part of the community. And that's really why we do this each and every year. So I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, talk to you today about it and um yeah i hope to see some of the some of the listeners on the on the radio uh come volunteer and, and see their names pop up around around our organization awesome now before i let you go i usually ask four questions of my guests so i didn't give you a heads up on this but i like to get you know your response to these questions okay you ready sure <laughs> okay number one what is your favorite movie and why oh wow that is a that is a great question um, I think I think my favorite movie is probably uh, Inception. Um, I really I really enjoy the the dream and the imaginative process of that of that movie, and I think it's uh, the cliffhanger ending makes it makes it exciting. You can you can choose your own ending in that movie, and I I really appreciate that part of it because each time I watch it, I think maybe maybe it's different than I ever first uh, thought. The special effects were amazing too. I I remember that. Um, what is your favorite kind of music genre, music artist, or what what do you listen to mostly? Oh, that's a that's a great one. So, I um, I was listening to a lot of 
a lot of R&B uh, for a while there, but just recently, um, really, really since being back home, I was, I was seeing a lot of brass bands, um, you know, Rebirth and uh, Preservation Hall and stuff when I was in town, and I really gotten very strongly back into uh, into the New Orleans brass scene, which is is a phenomenal, uh, a phenomenal genre, and one I one I hope can even even grow outside of New Orleans. What is something that uh, when you're not working or you're trying to relax, what is your hobby? What is something you do to relax? Well, my, my number one thing is I'm, I'm a people person. So I, uh, I immediately try and find a friend and, and, you know, go for a walk or, or spend time with, with someone that I, that I care about. Uh, but I also really, I've been getting into golf. Um, it's a great way to spend time outdoors. And so I'll, I don't know if it's always relaxing, <laughs> depending on how I'm playing, but it's a, it's a great activity and gets my mind off of the day-to-day. Well, kudos for you on that, because uh, putt-putt irritates me so much, so I know I could not handle the real thing. Uh, <laughs> um, the last question, what is still on your bucket list? What is something you want to do or want to see or want to go to? What's on your bucket list still? Oh, that is a, um, that is a great question, and I've been, I've been lucky enough in my life to do a lot of the things that are on on my list, uh, one of which was riding the parades, which I got to do last year. Um, but I think the, the top one on my list right now is to go skydiving. I've always wanted to, to jump out of a plane, um, and land safely. So that is, the, uh, that is, that is something on my list that I've been looking for an opportunity to do. Well, again, kudos to you because I don't see a reason to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I don't see why <laughs> people do that, but that's, that's a good thing. I know a lot of people like to do that. Well, Palmer, I want to thank you very much. Palmer Matamano with Hams for Fams. Thank you for joining us. Great organization. I hope you listeners out there will get a chance to get involved or find out more about them. Thank you, Palmer. Thank you, Carl. You've been listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This has been the Public Affairs Show. I am Carla Redondo. Thank you for listening. <laughs>